Hamlet podcast, episode 143. Hello and welcome to this exploration of Shakespeare's Hamlet with me, your host, Connor Hanrity. We are still inching our way through this quiet, ominous scene between Claudius and Laertes, with the king attempting to enlist the younger man for some kind of plan. Last time, we heard of a Norman swordsman called Lamond, who apparently had a thing or two to say about Laertes at court. Claudius now continues explaining what these particular skills of Laertes, the Frenchman, was so at pains to point out. He says, He made confession of you, and gave you such a masterly report for art and exercise in your defence, and for your rapier most especially, that he cried out, "'Twould be a sight, indeed, if one could match you. The scrimers of their nation, he swore, had neither motion, guard, nor eye, if you opposed them. Sir, this report of his did Hamlet so envenom with his envy, that he could nothing do but wish and beg your sudden coming o'er to play with him. We can start to see what Claudius is setting up. Lamond apparently made confession of Laertes. He acknowledged Laertes, admitting that he was an expert, and he gave him a masterly report for art and exercise in his defence, and for his rapier most especially. Laertes, it now appears, is an excellent swordsman himself. Lamond acknowledges his particular skill with the rapier, which was a very fashionable blade for fencing, in and around the time that this play was written. There's another example of a Hendiadis here, making one image out of two thoughts, the art and exercise of Laertes' defence. His skill is a combination, not just self-defence, but artistry in the execution of it. We've no proof that Lamond ever breathed a word of this, but Claudius is certainly good at saying the right thing. He continues, Apparently Lamond cried out that it would be something very much worth seeing if anyone could match Laertes in a fight. He swore that the fencing masters of France hadn't the moves, the defences, or even a sharp enough eye for a fight with Laertes. So, he cried out would be a sight indeed if one could match you. The scrimers of their nation, he swore, had neither motion, guard, nor eye if you opposed them. Scrimer sounds like a very strange word in English. It's an almost direct lift from the French word escrimeur, a fencer. So, we finally established this skill for which Laertes has been talked up around the court. He's a champion swordsman, or fencer. There's a little juicy pause available right in the middle of the line, a caesura for the actor to use as he may, and then Claudius continues. Sir, this report of his did Hamlet so envenom with his envy that he could nothing do but wish and beg your sudden coming o'er to play with him. Claudius shows his hand at last. He wants a duel between Hamlet and Laertes, and he wants Laertes to want it too. So he suggests that Hamlet was consumed with jealousy over these reports of Laertes' skills, seemingly wishing and begging for Laertes to be brought back from Paris so that they could challenge each other. More lies, of course. Laertes isn't the dangerous brother that Hamlet has spent the play thinking about. But they're strategic lies. Shakespeare also manages to foreshadow much of what is still to come in the story, in the language he gives Claudius here. 
This envy that afflicts Hamlet doesn't just annoy him or consume him, it envenoms him, it infects him with poison. Certainly not an accidental choice of image. In this short speech, we have sword fights, a challenge between these young men, and some poison. Splendid, isn't it? Claudius is about to continue, but we get another shared line because Laertes interrupts him. So it goes like this. Now out of this, what out of this, my lord? Laertes is starting to seem impatient. He's asking what Claudius is getting at. Who cares if Hamlet is jealous of his swordsmanship? Laertes wants revenge. So Claudius can sense that Laertes is bristling a little at all this round-the-houses talk, and so he gets back to the issue at hand. He has Laertes in the trap now, and he starts to twist the knife. Laertes, was your father dear to you? Or are you like the painting of a sorrow, a face without a heart? Pictures and paintings are used frequently in this play to signify an absence from the real thing. Hamlet points out the counterfeit presentment of those brothers, his father and his uncle. Ophelia is reduced to a picture of her former self. And now Claudius wonders if Laertes really cared about his father's death, or if he's just a painting of that sorrow, a face without a heart. Again, Laertes hasn't quite figured out what Claudius is leading up to, and he snaps again, finishing the line of verse. Why ask you this? Claudius can sense that he's recharging Laertes' anger, so he seems to take a more conciliatory tone. Not that I think you did not love your father, but that I know love is begun by time, and that I see in passages of proof, time qualifies the spark and fire of it. It's not, he says, that I think you didn't care about your father, just that love and time are incompatible. Claudius has passages of proof, significant experience, that can confirm that love doesn't remain constant over time. Time qualifies, it changes or it adapts things, and it has done so to the spark and fire of love. He's needling Laertes again, quietly suggesting that perhaps, given that some time has passed, he doesn't care quite as much as he did. This is surely deliberately inflammatory. Given the fury of Laertes' very recent arrival, Claudius is messing around now, trying to suggest that this anger and this passion have cooled. There's plenty more of these swirling words from the king to come, and we'll continue this extraordinary campaign of words and manipulation in the next episode. Thank you, as always, for your company. Be sure to visit the website, thehamletpodcast.com, for the show notes and a whole lot of extra material. You can find us on all social media with the handle at Hamlet Podcast, and I'd love, as always, to hear from you. Mind yourself, and I'll speak to you next time.